Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Callus, episode 444, coming to you on the 27th of June. June is almost gone, and well, quite frankly, so is Texas at this point. But never fear, it is a Texas Tuesday, and today we're going to talk about taking it back. So perhaps it should be Take It Back Tuesday. Well, we'll see. And before we get to that, let me remind you, you can help me help you get this show out, like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends, post it on your social media, share it. Come on, you can do this. It's not that hard. It's the bare minimum we do to get the our uh, fight on the agenda. And to that matter, if you are particularly impressed... <laughs> Well, maybe not impressed. How about intrigued, agitated? <laughs> Rate and review the show. Do me a favor. Go to your favorite podcatcher. Go to your uh, YouTube channel. Find me. Do a rate. Do a review. Uh, let the people know what we're doing here, right here, right now. And you, too, can make a difference. All right. Here we go. On with the show. We're taking it back on this Text of Tuesday. And how do we do that? Well, Let's do it this way. If we assume, if we assume that 60% of the people in the state of Texas don't really care one way or another, that they would just as soon forget about politics. They don't like my advice of you need to care about politics because politics cares about you. If they, if they want to reject that, and I'm sympathetic to those that want to for the most part, but Let's face it, you don't really have that option anymore. It's come down to it. That leaves us with 25% of the people that generally want to keep Texas. They want to keep these United States. They want to preserve what their parents, what their grandparents, what their mm, forefathers fought for. And then there's 15%. They just don't care. They hate it all. They want to burn it all down. And I got to be honest, a good number of them would rather turn it into the third world. They would rather import people that have zero interest in these United States being maintained. Now, there was a report over the weekend that we are now officially, the state of Texas, a majority minority state. Don't know what to tell you. Other than we allowed this to happen. And and when I say we, I really mean our leadership, our state leadership. They didn't care enough about Texas. They didn't care enough about their posterity that they sold us out. So that, that brings us to the hard truth. How do we write, how do we write this wrong? What do we do to make a difference? If you saw the meme, California back in 1950 was majority red, significantly statistically Republican, or if you prefer the term conservative, conservative. Within 30 years, they had destroyed that completely. And by 50 years later, it was hopelessly lost. Now, some of it was bad policy. Some of it was the uh, government indoctrination centers known as government schools. Some of it was just the mass migration. And some of it was just plain stupidity. But it doesn't matter because apparently... Most of those people didn't learn their lesson and they've migrated across the country and bring those same ideas with them. 
We need to look no further than Austin. Austin is in the process of selling us out. And the federal government is behind all of it. They encourage the destruction of what was once this great land. They don't care what we look like. All they care is that we follow directions and are subservient to those that are in charge. And historically, that's not an American trait. That's certainly not a Texas trait. So how do you fix that? Well, I can tell you, you're going to destroy the family. You're going to destroy the next generation in the government schools, otherwise known as indoctrination camps. And you're going to import massive quantities of people that enjoy being subservient. Now, whether that means the Asian culture or the Latino culture, it doesn't really matter. But unfortunately for us, those folks generally like being told what to do. They don't like to question anything. They they appeal to the higher authority. And when they get an answer, whether they like it or not, they accept it and they move on. It didn't always used to be like that. But you see, they've been under the thumb of invaders for a long, long time. And they accepted their fate. Well, I don't want to accept my fate. I'm not going to just roll over and play dead. I'm going to suggest that there is a fair quantity of families that predate the entry to these United States. That predate the mass immigration invasion that's going on that have had enough. And they don't want any part of it. So that really leads me to three or four, well, let's say we got five things that we can do, five things that we can do to make a difference. Number one, we have to nullify the federal laws, ignore the federal laws, tell the feds to go pound sand, we're going to secure our border. Along with that, we need to look at what does it take to re-export or return to sender The massive migration wave that has come here. Now, I don't care that the majority of them, maybe they're good people. I don't care that a plurality of them really just want to come for a better life for their families. What I do care is they're part of somebody else's plan to destroy what made Texas, Texas, to destroy these United States. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know how that's going to look. But I would suggest to you that it can be mostly a peaceful process. Just say, you're not welcome here. There's no free benefits for you. We're not going to elect, <laughs> we're not going to elect people that encourage you to come here. And we're certainly not going to pay you once you get here. There are no benefits to come here. You're not required. Don't care where you came from. Don't care why you're here. We're going to shut down the borders and put a moratorium on. We're going to spend the next 25 years or 50 years or however long it takes to figure things out, get things righted again, get our act together. You know, we've outsourced most of our manufacturing, almost all of it while we're at it. We've outsourced most of our uh, management leadership to people that come here that, quite frankly, don't share the same vision of America that we do. Now, I'm not suggesting that immigration is entirely a bad thing. No, it's like seasoning. A little bit helps a lot. A lot hurts a lot. 
What I'm going to suggest is when you have a predominant culture, it's predominant for a reason. That success is often based on that predominant culture. What I'm going to suggest is, well, I can love my brethren from other states or other countries. It doesn't mean that I want them living in my backyard. It doesn't mean that it's a net benefit to double the population of Texas when half of those people can't or won't work, refuse to learn the language, and don't really participate in the system as it was designed. We have to accommodate that, which is expensive, time-consuming, and counterproductive. Hey, now maybe, just maybe, in a couple of decades, that'll give the uh, progressives exactly what they want, a more pliable, easy-to-manipulate population so that they can shove more globalist fantasies down their throats. But you see, I expect better. This is Texas. By God, we can do better. So... Issue number one, nullify and ignore federal laws. Number two, look at how do we return to sender the massive quantity of people that came here uninvited. Now, some would say they were invited. Yes, but they were not invited by Texans. Unless you want to include George P., which is really a mistake because he belongs back in Florida with his daddy. Uh, That being said, that leaves us to number three. We need to make liberals, leftists, progressives uncomfortable. They spend their entirety of their lives making us uncomfortable, pushing us around, abusing us, tempting us to act out, pushing us to react to their blatant craziness. What I'm going to suggest is we make them uncomfortable. We're going to wear our t-shirts that say, you know, God, guns, and liberty. Thank you, uh, J.C. Hall. We're going to wear t-shirts that say, uh, Trump isn't my president, he's my king. No, that's kind of ridiculous, but you know, it triggers people. It upsets them. We're going to, we're going to wear t-shirts that say Davy Crockett was right. (laughs) I'm going to Texas. You can all go. Yes. We're going to say, remember the Alamo and we're going to mean it. We're, we're, We're going to be aggressive. We're going to push our culture. We're going to be in our own home state. What Europeans complain that we are. Loudmouths and braggarts. We're, we're going to need to be that. We're going to have to get our Texas swagger on. And in part of doing that, we're going to need to wear cowboy hats. Now, me, myself, I don't really own a cowboy hat. I don't even know if I can really technically pull it off. I've been encouraged to get one just for the sake of having one. I may take them up on it. But, hey, the real cowboys out there, <laughs> I appreciate it when you wear those cowboy hats. And while we're at it, uh, you got to get some boots. Now, I have I have my nice Justin lace-up boots, but I'm told those are not cowboy enough, Stephen. You need to cowboy up. Okay, well, we're going to find some new cowboy boots. And, and while we're at it, if you're out there, unless you are legally prohibited or, hmm, let's say, constitutionally pro- no, No, that's not right. Unless you'll be arrested, you need to start packing heat everywhere you're going. I don't care if you conceal carry, open carry, or if you got one of each. You need to make those leftist progressives feel uncomfortable. You need to give them the dirty look. You need to remind them that they're in Texas and we don't put up with that lip. You need to put them back in their place. You don't remind the damn Yankees that they can always go back from where they came from. And I say that knowing full well I'm a reformed Yankee, but I came to Texas to become a Texan. I left my Yankee stuff at home and I'm here and I got your back. I am modern-day Davy Crockett. I am a modern-day Tennessee volunteer. I am here to hold the line. I'm not going anywhere. 
So we got we got to push our culture, and we got to be clear and fair. You know, look, there are a lot of people. They're perverts. You don't know they're perverts because they keep it to themselves. They do it in their own home, and that's between them and God. Until such time that they decide that you need to celebrate with them, that they seek to punish you for disagreeing, that they seek to push you into a corner for having a natural morality. We need to let them know. Yeah, we don't go for that. The next time you need to that you see that pride flag hanging in a store, just don't go in the store. Go the other way. As far as I'm concerned, places that celebrate perversion and uh, destroying young men and young women, they decide nothing in my life. They need to go away. Now, my one of my daughters likes to go to Target. We've told her, yeah, you know, there's some real problems there. Yeah, I know they got some nice deals every once in a while. They got they got some cute things that you like, but yeah, they're they're really not sharing our values. They would rather destroy our country. They would rather destroy young men and young women because that's what they celebrate. Perhaps you could find a different store. Now, I know this whole ESG thing, a lot of people roll their eyes. They don't think there's any there there. But do you think it's any coincidence that all this stuff has been rolled out at the same time? Do you think it's any coincidence that they want to to think that people that mm, are suffering from a mental illness can really become another sex? No, that's just not possible. It's not physically or biologically possible. You can pretend, you can mutilate your body, but you're never, ever going to be. And those people need help. So we need to give those people compassion. What we need to do to the people that encourage those people to mutilate their bodies, we need to encourage them to leave. We need to encourage the abortion providers to leave. Now, I would imagine most of them have felt rather unwelcome for quite some time here in Texas, but we should encourage them to relocate back to New York, New Jersey, Illinois, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Virginia. Sorry, Virginia, but Virginia. Washington, Oregon, and yes, California. Feel free to go there. You're not welcome here anymore. Yes, it is disgusting that we have to pretend that we're good Christians and not let these people know exactly how we feel about the perversion that they're putting on young people. It's wrong. We tolerate it for reasons that don't make any sense to me. We need to push right back and we need to take charge. That means that we need to be willing to show up politely, professionally encourage our elected officials to do the right thing. And when they don't, we need to tell them, not only will we not support you, we're going to actively work against you. We have a number of elected officials that are allegedly Republican, allegedly conservative, that basically told all their supporters, all the grassroots, go pound sand, we don't need you anymore. We don't need that. We need to, we need to quit pretending these people are on our team. We need to send them packing. We need to show up at their events and boo them. We need to let them know how little we think of them in return. We didn't start this. We just tried to hold them accountable. We just encouraged them to do the right thing. And their response is, we don't need you. You're a joke. Okay, well, I'll show you a joke. We're going to put you out of a job, buster. We've got to be smart, though. We can't go after everybody. We can't We can't do everything all the time. We have to pick our battles. And when we're doing that, we need to encourage our people that oppose them. We need to tell them this is the right thing. These people need to stop. They're not our people. 
This goes part and parcel, right? We want to make the progressive libs. We want to make them feel uncomfortable. Now, we don't have to be rude. We don't have to be mean. Unless, of course, you call a mean tweet in a t-shirt that has a message on it mean. But make them feel uncomfortable. Refuse to back down. Don't apologize for anything. They would never, ever do the same for you. When you're packing your heat, when you're showing your cowboy swagger, your, your Texas pride, don't back down. Let them know that this is our state, our country. We don't care. Now, look, I'm all for being friendly, reaching across to people, trying to meet people where they're at. As a good Christian, you know, I feel everybody can be redeemed. I, I know some of the uh, <laughs> predestination folks out there are squirming. No, I'm just saying, if they're open, if they're called, there's hope for them. But they're not going to ever know that, ever figure that out, ever hear that if you just keep coddling them and telling them it's okay and to live in their perversion. Let's quit pretending. And, and to be clear, all of this requires no violence, no law breaking, and no abuse. Unless, of course, you call wearing a t-shirt abuse, which apparently there's some court now that has determined that oh, t-shirts are no longer protected speech. But hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Leftists are going to left. We got to just keep calling it out. Let these people know we're watching. We see them. Don't let them push you around. You know, I've heard, I've heard, and, and, I, and I talked with a, several people in the last couple of days, the 80-20 rule, right? My friend astutely pointed out, yeah, yeah, the people that are always pushing that 80-20 rule never really talk about what the 20 is. Well, I, and I, I told them, I said, yeah, I agree. That's a problem. My 20 really boils down to about three or four issues. There's no wiggle. There's no give. There's nothing tolerated. You start wanting to reel in on uh, gun stuff, right? You you want to limit access. You want, you want to make it tougher. Yeah, you're not a friend of mine. Now, I don't have an issue with somebody saying they want to talk about it. I don't have an issue with somebody saying they're willing to sit down. And listen, but the moment that person then takes the other side, that person starts putting forth bills or ideas saying that, well, we're going to limit access to firearms to X, Y, or Z. No, they're now the enemy. They can't be trusted. Why can't they be trusted? Because they don't trust you. They're seeking to disarm you. They're seeking to make us vulnerable. You think what's going on right now on that Texas border is in, a, is in a vacuum? That they don't know what they're doing? They're punishing the people that own property there for defending themselves. They're punishing people that defend their lives and their property from, well, in this case, invasion or crime. But if you go to any other state, the thugs walk into your store, they steal your stuff, you can't defend your store. The thugs walk in, they bust into your house, they abuse you or they scare you, you can't defend yourself. Unless, of course, those thugs wear a badge, in which case they'll shoot you dead and you might be able to do something about it. Oh, but hey, wait, they have immunity. Look, there are at least two or three tiers of justice in this state, in this country. We need to ignore all of that and just be good Texans. Wear that swagger, go around armed, showing off your Texas swagger. It means that you're not going to be pushed around. You're not going to be abused. You're not going to tolerate it. You're just going to send them off with a sweet, bless your heart and go about your way. You don't have to have some crazy 
lunatic that worships Satan and slices and dices his children tell you how you should run your school district. No, that person needs to be run out of town. There's no negotiation there. There's no discussion there. You're crazy and you shouldn't be around children, period, end of story. Now, look, I know there are a lot of people, they observe an alternate lifestyle. They have sinful behaviors that they hide well. Yeah, well, those people exist. You know what? And it's not my job to go ferret them out. It's not my job to abuse them. But they should feel some shame. They should be embarrassed. They know what's right. They know what's wrong. God put that upon their hearts. And if we continue to celebrate and continue to pretend that this is perfectly normal, of course there's going to be more of it. But here in Texas, we can do something different. Here in Texas, we don't have to pretend. Here in Texas, we can rally our pastors to get off their duffs and call sin, sin, call abuse, abuse, rein in the abuse of powers by calling that truth out to those powers, and finally stand for something other than your 501c3 status. You know, once upon a time, pastors priests, whatever, they used to lead. They used to be in the front of the action. They used to be on their knees praying while the other guys were doing the battle, but they were in the battle too. I need some more of that. I need to see more of that. I expected more of that. You come to Texas and you want to see the long, tall, cool Texan, right? Cowboy hat on, boot kicked up, ready for action, not going to take any guff on anybody. Yeah, okay, John Wayne's dead, been dead a long time. But there's no reason why we can't act the same way. Teddy Roosevelt called it, speak softly, carry a big stick. I call it, in Texas, don't start nothing, there won't be nothing. Right? We don't want to fight, but if you bring it, we're going to finish it. We're not going to cower in fear. We're not going to run the other way. We're not going to pretend that there's nothing we can do about it. There is. You know, I've struggled with this for a long time. I I mean, I admit, I put my children into government schools. One went when they were in uh, ninth grade. The other one started when they were in fifth grade. They had varying degrees of success. It wasn't the end of the world. But we kept them around when they were young, impressionable. We made sure they got their heads put on straight. And we spent time with them. We encouraged them. But now, they've both gone off to college. They've both gotten their views tested, their metal, you know, forged. I feel pretty good with what's come out on the other end. One's got one more year left at college and I'm grateful and thankful with what I'm seeing thus far. The older one came through and as tough as nails, you can do that too. But we have to start with our own in our own home. We have, we have to be sure that we're protecting the most important thing. You can't save your country If you can't save your state, you can't save your state. If you can't save your county, you can't save your county. If you can't save your community and you certainly can't save your community. If you aren't working on your family. Now, look, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nothing goes 100% according to plan. But if you're not trying, you're dying. If you're not working it, (laughs) it's working you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's as simple as this. You want to save Texas. You want to push back. You want to hold the line. You want to take back Texas. We got to start investing. 
instead of going home and watching the football game on Sunday, which, you know, you know what, you really can't even do that without the uh, crazy politics anymore. Instead of going home and having a nice, oh, you can't have a nice beer anymore because they've pretty much ruined that as well. Instead of going home and, well, just reading the paper, oh, the papers haven't been good for 30 years. Well, I know you can go watch your uh, Tucker on Twitter or you can uh, sit down and read a few blogs. But at the end of the day, get up and do something. You know, the reason why the leftists and the progressives were successful in taking over all those little uh, organizations is because they go and they do those things. The people that actually work their tails off and pay the bills and whatever else, they're tired. They don't want to go out and do those things. That's fine. But send somebody, get somebody on our team to show up and do these things. I mean, look, I, I, I've got, I got my own self stretched pretty, pretty thin here. You can only take on so commit so many commitments, but at the end of the day, if you're doing nothing, you don't get the complaint. If you're not willing to work to save it, you're not going to get a complaint that I'm going to listen to. If you're not willing to put in the effort, I don't want to hear it. Everybody has their own thing. Everybody has their own issue. Everybody has their own concern. Everybody has their own specialty. That's all well and good, but what are you doing with it? What are you doing with it? We can only be nice for so long. We can only pretend that, you know, it's a fair and even playground for so far, so long, right? <laughs> it's not anymore. Let's quit pretending. They have successfully upended the game table and we need to fight to put it back right. We need to let them know that we ain't going to put up with it anymore. We have to let them know, the progressives, that not only are we not going to play this game anymore, they're not welcome. We're not going to play with them. We're going to chase them off. We're going to remind them that there's a whole lot more of us than there are of them. And even if there's not, (laughs) we got ways of dealing with that. Let's quit acting like victims. Let's quit acting like cowards. And let's take back Texas. Do you feel motivated? I feel motivated. I have work to do tonight. So with that, I will see you on the other side.